0: Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Check them out online, HealthLock.com. Go there today.
1: America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. To serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. More
2: Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia.
3: He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of
4: Michael.
2: To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips.
4: When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the
2: iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: All right, Hour
0: 2, Sean Hannity Show, toll-free. It is 800-941-SEAN. If you want to be a part of the program, uh, broadcasting from New Hampshire, big New Hampshire primary Tomorrow. Uh joining us now is former President Donald Trump. Well, you've got to be a pretty happy guy today. Um uh Governor DeSantis left the race yesterday. Uh and the poll numbers, I'm going to go through them with you. Uh all have you up by a pretty significant lead. Uh certainly you'd rather be in your position than Nikki Haley's position, right? Well, I
3: think so. We've had uh, tremendous poll numbers, really great and I'm very honored by it. It was uh very interesting to watch those numbers come in over the last twenty four hours, but really longer than that. It's been we it's been very strong. People have so you
0: you have insider advantage sixty two thirty five, uh, which is the biggest margin. And by the way, that's post Governor DeSantis leaving the race. Uh the Saint Anselm their latest their, their final poll, fifty two uh thirty eight. You have a seventeen point lead uh in the Boston what is it, Suffolk University. Boston Globe poll, uh, that's a big lead. Even fake news, CNN has you up by 11. Uh, they only had you up by 7, I think, last week. The new Moment poll has you up by 18. you want me to keep going, or is that enough good news for you in one day? Maybe you can't handle any more.
3: Now we've had them up very high, and they've been very high, and people want change. They want this this guy out. He's the worst president in the history of our country, and now mm-hmm. here we go in the Middle East again, Sean. The Middle East is rocking again with this guy. It's absolutely crazy. It's so sad to see. And, you know, it's uh, a little more than 10 months. But you know what? That's a long time for what they can do, the damage they can do. When you look at what they've done at our border, we're at the safest border of all time in the history of our country. And now we have the worst border, probably in the history of the world, with millions of people coming through, that should not be here.
0: Mr. President, I, I've gone through the numbers of the ones that we know they came. Uh, over 600 from Iran, the number one state sponsor of terror. Their proxy, uh, Syria, over 500. And then it gets worse from there. And then I read about the economy today, and, and what is one of the top stories is that You know, that we're allowing the communist Chinese to buy up thousands and thousands of acres of farmland, ranch land, and and land near military institutions. Now, do you think President Xi is going to allow you to invest in China and, and buy property, similar property, in their country?
3: Well, not only that, and a very big thing, the age is from 18 to 25. That's called fighting age. So what's this all about? It's from 18 to 25, and very few women it's not like families are coming in to settle down and to have the American dream. You know, uh, these, uh, fighting, uh, fighting ages, we have them coming from the middle East. We have them coming from all over the world. And, uh, we do, we have left a lot from China, 27, 28,000 from China.
0: Well, as I, I look at this, look, we've had now close to 10 million, if not over 10 million with gotaways, illegal immigrants coming in under Joe Biden's open border policies. Leon did on day one everything that you were doing to control our border. Stay in Mexico. It was working. Building a uh, wall, repairing wall. Uh, you, I think you said over 500 miles worth, and you only had a little bit more to go. And they've actually now taken down portions of that wall.
3: So, Sean, we built 561 miles of wall, which is much more than I said I was going to do. And this was very difficult because we had to go through not only the Democrats, but Mitch McConnell. And which was in many ways worse than the Democrats. And uh, I took the money out of the military. I said, this is an invasion of our country, and I ended up taking it out of the military. And we built 561, and we were ready to put up another, literally in three weeks it would have been done. We bought it. Uh, we were going to do another 200 miles worth of wall, and it was working so well. And I got Mexico, as you know, to give us 28,000 soldiers to guard our border under the... Threat of tariffs and various other things that I do, but I got them to do something that there was not even a chance of anyone else getting them to do. And you saw that we had the best, we had the safest border we've ever had. And that included for human trafficking, which is such a problem that few people even talk about. We had the lowest numbers in terms of human trafficking. We had the best border we've ever had. Drugs were... Way, way down. By the way, drugs now are nine times higher than they were three years ago. Drugs coming into our country. Nobody even checks anymore. They just pour through our country. These people must hate our country because what they've done. And we have another policy we had that I had to get with Mexico, and they agreed to it, not happily. It's called remain in Mexico. You have to stay in Mexico. No more coming into our country before we check. And you're right. They come in totally unchecked, totally. uh, They call it unvetted. And they, they're pouring into our country now and they're coming from prisons, mental institutions, and you have a lot of terrorists coming in. And only bad things can happen. Only bad things can happen.
0: You know, there was a, a period of time when it was pretty big news because years before 9-11, you had specifically mentioned the name Osama bin Laden. Most Americans had never heard of Osama bin Laden but at the time that you mentioned it. And you said, you better be, you better keep an eye on this guy. And I don't know. Maybe you just have a gut instinct, but I am looking at what's the chaos that Joe Biden has created on the border. And they've lied to us repeatedly. They say the border is closed. The border is secured. No, it's not closed. And no, it's not secure. And I'm sick and tired of being lied to. And I just, to, to me, if you ask me to give my, my best guess. I think it's 100% certain, and I pray to God I'm wrong, that we have terror cells in our country plotting, planning, scheming that walk through that southern border because of Joe Biden's policies. What do you think the odds are that I'm I'm likely correct?
3: 100%. Uh, There's no question that you're going to be correct. And I'm so glad you reminded the audience of that. I did. I wrote a book, one of the many. I said I had a lot of bestsellers, a lot of number one bestsellers
0: like you if it wasn't number one, you wouldn't talk about it. Um, of course, I've had, I've, yeah, I've had four number one bestsellers.
3: Now you've done very well. You've done well in everything, and you're a great voice for our country and very powerful voice. Thank goodness! Thank goodness we have you.
0: <laughs> you don't say that you don't say that all the time. Let's be honest. <laughs> but I don't feel that. You know, what do I always say to you? I only want one thing. And I, I know a lot of people always ask you favors. I've known that ever since I first got to know you nearly 30 years ago. If you can believe that's how far back our relationship goes. Right. And I've I've watched you always offer, you know, your golf courses and dinners. And, you know, you've got this very, very generous side. Oh, if you're going out there, you got to use my club. Let me call so and so right now and I'll make arrangements. Um, I've watched you do that many, many times, and all I want is our country fixed. I've never worried. I've never been this worried about our economy, our fellow Americans. I've never been worried about the state of the world. I've never. I never thought we would have a a president that didn't know what day of the week it is. But I. I don't think Joe really knows unless somebody tells him. He doesn't know whether to exit stage left or stage right. He can barely do any events. He did five events in twenty-seven days. And you're grinding out five events a day. Yeah, that's right. I well, mean, how, that's right. how does America survive with somebody like this? It's uh, we four have- years of more of this. We're not going to have a country.
3: He's a low energy president. More importantly, <laughs> he doesn't have uh, good instincts for what he's doing. He has very bad instincts and very very bad instincts on foreign policy. Very bad in- instincts on energy. I mean, what he's doing with energy with an all electric mandate. Well, you won't be able to buy any other form of car in a very short period of time. And, you know, they don't go far. They're very expensive, and they could all be made in China. That's the way it works. I mean, he's got very bad instincts. Uh, he ran for president, and I guess he had a good instinct for that because he wasn't given much of a chance. And, you know, circumstances uh, gave it to him. With uh, Elizabeth Warren sort of gave it to him, which he didn't peel out because Bernie was going to get it, but she stayed. Pocahontas, as we affectionately call her, but, uh, no, it's,
0: uh, but by the way, that, that might be one of your best ever. I mean, cause she, she, she made that false claim for how many years that remember that, that that's right up there with one of your one of your best nicknames of all time.
3: She got into college using the name, uh, you know, just throwing around the whole thing of having to do with her Indian heritage, I guess she called it. And, uh, it turned out that it wasn't so, do you remember she went out and she did a test
0: and it was one thousand seven? Uh, what, well, one thousand something. I uh, I remember it was like a, some crazy number, which meant that she was full of it. Um, that's a nice way of saying it. Um, let me ask you this: when when people ask about you and you know these poll numbers that show you you will dominate in New Hampshire, and I know you don't like to think that way. Um, and you're not going to make predictions. I know if you win by one vote, you'll be happy. Um, I understand that, but these polls—I don't think all of them are going to be proven wrong. Uh, the the Insider Advantage poll nailed Iowa. That that's the poll that has you up by has you with 62 percent of the vote, 35 percent for Nikki Haley. But people ask me, well, what is it? How is it possible? After all that you've been through. You would think if a president gets arrested and arraigned that their poll numbers go down or a candidate not with you. And the way I describe it is you defy all conventional political gravity that, you know, the, the crowds that show up at your rallies are unprecedented. The crowd showing up here in New Hampshire at your events are 10 times the size of anybody else. What it, what do you think it is? How do you what do you attribute this to?
3: Well, I'm lucky that over the years I've developed a voice where people listen. I've had a great track record of success. Like even when you say Osama bin Laden, I did about a year before or two years before. I came out with one of the books and I said, I had seen this gentleman. I thought gentleman, they called him a gentleman. On television, this, this guy turned out to be a horrible person, Osama bin Laden. I said, you better watch that guy. That guy's bad news. You better watch him. You better take him out. He's looking for bad things and he said very bad things and I said, You better take him out and I wrote about it in the book. I have a page devoted to a guy named Osama bin Laden that nobody ever heard of. And uh lo and behold, a year later, a year year and a half later he ends up blowing up the World Trade Center. And it's too bad people didn't listen, right? But they should have taken him out. They had a chance to take him out a couple of times and they didn't. So anyway, but you know, there's a uh, thing that I've been right I've been right about a lot of things and there are those that say, I've been right about everything. You're right about the 100%, and that's going to be, that's a very sad situation. But we're just ready. I mean, we are just open. We have just allowed ourselves with all these millions of people coming in. I believe the number is going to be close to 15 million people by the time this guy gets out of there. And he has to get out of there because our country is not going to survive if he doesn't. He is so bad. And I don't even know, evil uh there's, there's something going on. It's hard to believe a president could be this bad, but it's the people that's around him, Sean. Because I'm not even sure that he knows what's going on. It's the people that's around him. He's surrounded by fascists and communists. I know some of the people that's there. The people, Lisa Monaco, she's running the, she's running the DOJ. I think much more so than Garland, and they're evil people. And they've been after me for years. They've been after me for years these same people, and they're running it. And it shouldn't be. It should almost be illegal that they're running it. But all of the things that are happening and all of the things that are happening to our country, and I think what people see is I have a voice, and it's through people like you. You've been such a, a big part of it. But I have a voice, and when I explain it, that these are all Biden indictments. These are Biden. I call them Biden. I don't call them indictments. I call them Biden. These are designed to hurt his political uh, opponent. So I'm his political opponent, and they said, let's indict him. Now, what they didn't count on is that probably my numbers are fairly substantially higher than they would have been if they didn't. That's never happened before, I would venture to guess. I don't think that's ever happened. A person gets indicted and your numbers go up. But when it happens, I explain what it is. I say, All of the things that, you know, whether it's for election interference, which they've done everything, I mean, they're still talking about the 2016 election. But if I do it, they indict you. All of the different things, it's a hoax. Take a look at the boxes. Uh, A report came out yesterday from CNN, of course. It was leaked that Biden is fine in the boxes. Well, he had 25 times more boxes than. I had, and I was covered by the Presidential Records Act, but nobody told me that I'm fine.
0: Uh- now, the, the double standard is unreal, which is why Jim Jordan's investigation in the House Judiciary Committee is so Im- important, and that's whether or not our Department of Justice has been weaponized, politicized, uh, and whether or not we don't have equal justice or application of our laws. But we'll take a break. More with President Trump. We are on uh, the eve. We're in New Hampshire today, and we'll be here tomorrow. Uh, the eve of the first in the nation primary. And uh, we'll talk more with the uh, former president on the other side. 800-941-SHAWN is our number as we continue from New Hampshire.
1: Okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: 25 now to the top of the hour. Our toll-free number is 800 941 If you want to be a part of the program in just a moment, we'll continue with former President Donald Trump. Uh, it is the eve of the first in the nation primary. We are in the state of New Hampshire, but our friends at the Tunnel to Towers Foundation... Uh, they've got their Let Us Do Good Village. It's in landa Lakes, Florida. It's a community of about a 100 homes being built by four foundation participants. Uh, families, by the way, are already there. That includes a Gold Star family, the families of two severely injured vets who live in new smartphones, thanks to your generosity that they were able to build. Now, the Let Us Do Good Village, it's a really special place where all these families together can live and heal. A place where children of our nation's fallen or catastrophically injured heroes, they grow up together. They learn to support each other. And it's all thanks to an extraordinary donation of many acres of land and your generosity, which allows them to build these homes. Uh, And it's not cheap. Anyway, you can help America's greatest heroes and their families heal together. And hopefully maybe this Let Us Do Good village will become the first of many communities like it. Uh, And they're asking you to join all of us. And that is commit 11 bucks a month to the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Go to their website. It's simple to do. The letter T, the number 2, the letter T.org. The letter T, the number 2, the letter T.org for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. All right, we continue now with uh, President Trump. We also are broadcasting from New Hampshire today. Um, Let's talk about Governor DeSantis getting out of the race yesterday. Um, It it got contentious with both of you almost from the beginning. I know you've explained your side. He explained his side. um, But you were very gracious to him yesterday on him getting out and also offering his support to you um you do have an uncanny ability of of taking on people and you know them becoming almost like enemy political enemies and then resolving whatever conflict you have it seems you know i thought that was gracious of the governor to endorse you um in light of how hard you are on him you were not easy on him
3: well, it's war in a way, and it really is. I, I just want to make America great again, and I'm going to do it faster and better than anybody else. Uh, people are saying about eight years. I said, no, it takes eight months, not eight years. You don't need eight years. We can turn it all around. We're going to drill, baby drill. We're going to bring down energy costs. Like in New Hampshire, they have the highest energy costs in the entire country by far. And I'm telling them that, and they know that. They're getting choked for whatever reason in New Hampshire. They also have per capita probably the worst drug problem in the country. So they're double whammy. But they, they, you know, all these things, and we're going to straighten it out. We're going to get it done very fast. We're going to bring energy way down. That's going to really halt inflation. Now, they're trying to do that now. They're doing things that are not allowed under their super liberal system, but they're doing it because they're going to do it before the election. After the election. You're not going to use fossil fuels anymore. They're going to
0: just. Well, by the way, just before the 2022 election, Joe Biden almost completely depleted our petroleum reserves, uh, strategic petroleum reserves. And he did it for one reason, which was to flood the market. Uh, with oil to reduce prices in the lead-up to that midterm election. I He did it, and then, you know, here we are back where we started.
3: What's happening now is that they are doing things that they're not allowed to do under the liberal system, okay? And they're drilling as much as they can, but that's peanuts. What they're doing is just extending what I was doing. We were going to make so much money from liquid gold, which is what we have right under our feet, and said, you know, we're taking out oil from Venezuela... We're buying oil from Iran. We're buying oil from Russia. We're buying oil from everybody now. They're trying to keep the prices down, keep the lid on. The day after the election, it all ends, and you're going to see prices spike like you've never seen before. It is crazy. And they may get away with it, but I don't think so. I don't think the people are going to buy it. And one of the things that I am doing, I'm trying to get people accustomed to the fact that this is what they do. They do this, they lie about elections, they cheat on elections. What they do brilliantly is cheat on elections and we cannot let this happen. You know, they did it in 2020, they've done it for a long time. You know, in 2016, we got them, they weren't prepared. They said, we'll never let that happen again. Well, we're gonna win so big, you know, there is a, a level at which they can't cheat. And I see that we're up so big all over the place. I, I had uh, polls come in from Florida way up in Florida, way up in Michigan, way up in Ohio. Uh, We are at levels that nobody's seen before. And people liked me, and they like me, and they love my policies, especially when it comes to the economy, et cetera, et cetera. And I think really foreign, we wouldn't have any of, we wouldn't have Russia attacking Ukraine. We wouldn't have Israel being attacked. We wouldn't have inflation now. All of these things, all of the problems that we have right now, the Middle East would not be blowing up. We were doing the opposite. We had the Abraham Accords. We were making peace in the Middle East. You would have had every country signed up in the Middle East Instead, they're starting to drop bombs all over the place. And just watch this. This is starting two days ago. We're dropping bombs all over the Middle East again. It never ends with these people. And
0: Well, well, let me let me ask you, because on the economy, you've been very clear on day one. You're going to secure our borders. You're going to bring back your border policies on on day one. You're going to you're going to push America not towards just energy independence, but towards energy dominance. To me, that's the one way you could continue the Trump tax cuts, which I believe expire in twenty five. And and then also begin the process, hopefully, of stop robbing our children and grandchildren with thirty four trillion dollars in debt. So on day one, how, those phone calls that you make—the initial calls to Zelensky and Putin, and President Xi and Kim Jong Un and the mullahs in Iran—what are those calls going to be like?
3: Well, you know, I would be very foolish to say what I was going to say in terms of strategy, and you wouldn't even want me to say that. But I will
0: talk. I get along. Actually, I really would want you to say it, but but we're going to be very honest. But go ahead.
3: Appreciating power. But, Sean, sure, you lose your negotiating ability. I can't tell you what I'm going to do with Russia, what I'm going to say, and why it's going to work. But I'm just saying I will get them on, and I will get them – I will get that problem solved. That problem is so, so – this is something that should have never happened. Russia attacking Ukraine would never have happened if I was president. He wouldn't have done it for two reasons. Oil prices would have been lower. So, you know, when, when he attacked them, it was $100 a barrel – He was making a fortune, and he was making more with oil than they ever did. He had the money. He wouldn't have had the money to do it, but he wouldn't have done it if I said don't do it. It was not going to happen. Israel would have never been attacked because Iran was broke. I wouldn't let anybody buy oil from them. I told China, if you buy from them, they were the biggest buyer. If you buy from Iran oil, take a look at what happened. If you buy from Iran, you are not going to do business in the United States. And I I said that very loud, very clear. You can't do business with us. It's over. And I said that to many countries, and they were broke, and they wanted to make a deal. And we would have had a deal within two or three weeks after the election, I would have had a deal with Iran. No nuclear weapons. I don't want any nuclear weapons. That would have been the deal. They would have been, everybody would have been happy. But then we had the bad result in the election. By the way, got more votes than any sitting president in in history, we got more votes than any president in the history of our country, and yet 75 million votes, but I think it was much higher than that. So what happens, Sean is that all of these things that we have now, inflation, Ukraine and Russia, uh, the attack on a uh, horrible attack, the horrible attack on Israel, all of these things would have never happened.
0: you know I, I sit back and I compare and contrast your record and and that record of Joe Biden. I personally can't, you know, I can't come up with a single policy that, that has benefited the American people. We have now 60 have percent of Americans living paycheck to paycheck. Uh, yeah, I, I, I agree with you. Securing our borders is a top priority. Law and order, that's got to be a top priority. Energy dominance, that's got to be a top priority. Uh, foreign policy, you know, these these worlds, uh, the world's thugs and dictators need to know that there's a strong America that's not going to abdicate its role on the world stage. And that, you know, their geopolitical ambitions have to stop. And if not, there are going to be real consequences. I don't think that China, Russia, I don't think the mullahs of Iran, and I don't think Kim Jong-un have any respect for Joe Biden. And by not having respect, that has given them basically free reign to do whatever they want.
3: Sean, there's a man named Viktor Orban. He's the prime minister of Hungary. And he's a very powerful man. He's a very respected man. He's a very tough guy. And uh, some people like him, some people don't, but everybody respects him over there. And he was interviewed recently and they said, what's going on with the world? The world is blowing up, you know, between the Middle East and you look at all the things with Ukraine, with Israel, with the talk of China, with Taiwan, what's going on? What is going on with the world? How would you solve this problem? He said, it's a very simple problem to solve. Make Trump president of the United States. We had no problems whatsoever when he was president, and on top of it all, he defeated single-handedly. He defeated ISIS. Let Trump be president again. If he wins the presidency, it's all going to be good again. He's got to win the presidency. That was a compliment. This is from a very tough cookie, by the way,
0: but that was a compliment. There's not one of these world leaders that uh, you know I'd, I'd ever turn my back on or trust in any way, and I, I think you view them that way, even though you say. It's better to get along with them and it's better to to, look, they're going to look out for their countries first. You pointed this out many times, but you said this is what the whole America first movement is about. You're going to look out for America first. And I think that we have for far too long. We've not done that. And we've not had presidents working on on our better behalf. We've got to take care of our, you know, we have more people in poverty in this country. We've got to take care of them first. They're not getting four star hotels in New York City. Uh, like illegal immigrants, you know, we have homeless vets all over the country. They're not getting any support uh, the way the illegal immigrants have been treated, and and to me, it's just like offensive. Um, let me ask you this because this is something that I've observed and I noticed in your little in your answer with, with your interview with L. J. that you said, "Oh, that's a Sean Hannity question," but there has been a shift. There's been I, I'm seeing in you. I I saw a, a, a very conciliatory. Donald Trump, uh, give a speech after winning Iowa by the biggest margin of any Republican candidate. Um, I watched you say nice things about governor DeSantis last night, and I was glad that you did. Um, I see that in your town halls, you're connecting with people in a way. And and I did a lot of town halls with you over the years. And the last one I thought was probably the best one we've ever done. And you were connecting with people that I'd never really seen before. Um, I just think that there, there seems to be, a, maybe maybe the side of you that I've known and the people close to you have known over the years, I see more of that on the campaign trail. What's happened? Is it conscious or is it just you're more relaxed?
3: I don't know uh, how I could describe that, and I don't do anything very consciously about that. I just do what I have to do. I do what I have to do to win this election. I it's think it, a
0: blood sport. You've got to fight. You're fighting, but you're also yeah, you know, I'd, showing a gracious side to yourself.
3: I'd love to be that way all the time, and I understand how to be that way. Sometimes you can't be that way. Don't forget, before I even won the election, the last election, they were spying on my campaign, okay? These people, you know, we talk about the enemy from the outside and the inside. We have a lot of bad people on the inside also, but if I were a Person,
0: the way you'd like me to be all the time. No, no, no. I no. I think there's a time to fight. I mean, if you remember, it was my show and my little ensemble cast. We got the Russia hoax correct. Well, you know, we were right about Ukraine. We were right about the real quid pro quo with Joe and Hunter. You know, we, we do. I do a very different show. Yeah, there's a time to fight. I'm. I'm a loving the Republicans looking into the weaponization of our justice system and how it's been politicized. um But. Like at that before. But, so you fight when you have to fight, but I'm just seeing uh, when you don't have to. I'm I'm seeing the other side of you that I've known for a lot of years. That's all I'm saying. It's a compliment. It's not.
3: Uh, hey, Sean, it's been politicized like never before, and it's a very dangerous thing. It's a horrible precedent for our country. This has never happened before where they use the DOJ and, and local DAs. And, you know, it's all coordinated. If you look at this uh, Fani Willis they went to the White House, the two lovers, they went to the White House and in Georgia that we're talking about.
0: This. And by the way, the, the, the guy that she was paying got paid for all those hours at the White House. I, is, was there any coordination going on? I'd like an answer to that question.
3: Yeah, terrible, terrible situation. Terrible.
0: Well, let me, and then the news media out of Iowa. You're giving your, you know, you had the largest victory ever. The closest was... Bob Dole in 1988, he had, he had just under 13%. You win by 30%. And it's fake news, CNN, you know, interrupts your speech. So Jake Tapper could tell us, Oh, it's more anti immigrant rhetoric. Uh, Rachel, you know, tinfoil hat conspiracy theorist that she is wouldn't even take a word of your speech. And I'm like, this whole network exists just trashing you. Um, what does that say about the media as, as we give you the final minute here?
3: Well, they're fake, and they're fake news, and you know I think I've brought that to people's attention over the last seven years. I think
0: you tattooed it into their forehead. But go ahead.
3: It's a very, it's a very serious problem that we have. So much of the news is is just corrupt. It's beyond fake. I'd like to, I think I'll change it to just purely corrupt. But look. They didn't take mine, but they took the person that came in third and the person that came in second, but they didn't take mine. And you know what? I I was talking about strong borders, and I was talking about energy independence, and I was talking about all the things that you have to talk about, but they are indeed fake news. And you know what? People are getting it, and they're getting it fast. And I think they're going to be coming around because nobody's buying.
0: Well, it's obvious they're coming around. I mean, these poll numbers are massive. What is your last words to the people of New Hampshire?
3: We're going to make America great again. We're going to put America first. We're laughing stock all over the world. We're going to drill, baby drill. We're going to bring energy way down. That's going to bring inflation way down. Inflation's coming back down. It's so bad right now. It's killing people. And we are going to really, I mean, it's so simple. Make America great again. Very simple, common sense, and we're going to have a stronger country than we ever had before. Uh,
0: Mr. President, we always appreciate your time. Um, by the every poll I'm reading today, uh, you should have a good day tomorrow, and I would argue from that point on, this 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 primary may very well be over. I'm not sure if you beat Nikki Haley by a large margin, if she's going to want to go to her home state, because uh, you're up by 30 points right now as of today in South Carolina. Mr. President, thank you, as always, for being with us. And uh, we will be looking forward to uh, the primary tomorrow. We'll be covering it live. We're in New Hampshire. Thank you, sir.
3: Thank you very much. Thank you,
0: Sean. 800-941-SEAN. Our number, you want to be part of the program. Quick break. Right back. We'll continue.
2: More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia.
3: He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're
4: dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to rapaports reality starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.